Hello, family. Welcome to the Spoiled Milk Podcast. I am your host, DJ, along with my co-host, Big Mike. Tell people what up. Hey, people, what's going on? Going on out there? What's up, DJ? Oh, man, I'm cool, man. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm really looking forward to this episode. Do you want to tell the people what we're going to talk about today, our main subject? Oh, yes. Our main subject, we're going to cover gaming for all of the gamers out there. If you go back to the Atari, the Nintendo, the uh, NES from the mid '80s, the whatever ColecoVision, we're gonna cover you. Coleco. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the Tiger handhelds? Remember those? Oh yeah. The little Tiger handheld. Oh man, these. I'm telling you, gamers now have no idea. They have no know, idea what we no went idea. through with those things, man. I mean, you know, burning through double A batteries on car trips. I, I mean, just oh, going. Yeah everything it's just just crazy man and just crazy burning through all that stuff (laughs) oh yeah and and i had a couple cousins one had the tabletop pac-man and the other had the tabletop donkey kong and i think those Uh. took those took either c batteries or i doubt they took d batteries that's you could you could almost drive a car off 10 d batteries but but yeah (laughs) these were some pretty big batteries they were definitely bigger than the than the double a's and yeah, that's an investment because you, you spend more on batteries than you do on the actual game itself. Oh, man, look, I went through so many batteries in the day, right? And oh, especially yeah. If you go on a car trip, you know, that's that's what you're going to be going through. You're going to be using a ton of batteries through the car trip. So, oh, yeah. I, I, you know, I guess... Uh, <laughs> You know, we're we're in much better times as much as people may say, <laughs> Oh, this uh, you know, the generation today and all this. No, no, no. No, what we had to go through, that was terrible. That but, was terrible. Uh, <laughs> that was terrible. And to take it a step further, I would make it a, a habit after I got a got a couple Christmases under my belt and I realized I can get a pretty cool toy for Christmas, but getting that second set of batteries, you know, that was just like a like a, a chore. So, mm-hmm. so after asking for new batteries for this thing I got last month when it's the middle of January and you need more batteries already, yeah, I started doing some research and seeing if this thing took batteries or not. And if it did, I just asked for something else. That, so you were a smart guy. Yeah. You were a smart guy. <laughs> yeah. That, that extra set of batteries, that was like a brand new gift in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to have batteries to play anything. So That's what I'm saying. It does. Yeah. Yeah, but before we get into our main subject today, gaming, because I'm really, I mean, you know, I'm really looking forward to getting into this Avengers uh, uh, beta, right? Or as uh, my friends across the pond, they say the Avengers beta. Beta? Right? Oh, so, really? Wow. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's how they say. It. They say beta. Yeah. So we say beta. They say beta. We say <laughs> you know <laughs> tomato. They say tomato. Or yeah, or, you know, we say zebra. They say zebra. So that's how it goes. They actually but, say zebra. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. They say it, like uh, aluminum is aluminium. Aluminium. It's, wow. Yeah, it's quite a few words like that that you know we pronounce one way and they pronounce a different way. I, I'm gonna tell you. Let me. I'm just gonna let you in and our. I guess our listenership. Everyone's gonna know now. I've always secretly wanted uh, uh, either a an Australian or a New Zealand accent. I think that's the funniest accent in the oh, world. Wow. And if I had that accent, yeah, I think I would be a lot funnier person if I had the accent. But uh regardless that's of that. Cool. That's that's pretty cool. I don't think my 
my southeast very southern accent is was is easily translatable i don't think i would i would probably sound just like i'm from i'm from the middle of georgia speaking with a new zealand accent it still just won't sound quite quite the same i don't think i think i'm a i think i'm gonna work on merging the two and yeah. see how that works for me i, I don't know how that's gonna work but i think uh, you might could pull it off a little bit easier than i could i'm i'm sort of pigeonholed i think here but that's okay though. That's okay though. It's it's all good. It's all good. So let's get to uh, our cool geek news for the week. So we got some uh, really interesting things. I, I just want to kind of lead off. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, August twenty second. That's DC fandom or fandom. I don't I don't know uh, how they pronounce it, but I think it's fandom. Uh, but DC fandom. Uh, that's going to be August twenty second. And what DC did is, uh, and we're going to put this uh, the link in the uh, details, but what they did is they came out with a list of all their panels. And, uh, you know, anything, as you're looking at the list, anything grabs your attention right away? Yeah. Um, this Black Adam panel on Saturday, August 22nd at 610, uh, featuring Dwayne Johnson, also known as The Rock. I think this should be pretty neat. I've kind of wondered when he was going to toss his toss his hat in the superhero ring, so to speak, with his, you know, popularity and fame and the wrestling background and the very, very natural looking physique, cough steroids. But hey, you know, as long as he's healthy, as <laughs> long as he's healthy, you know what I'm saying? So I, I had a debate with someone about this, right? I said, man, how does this dude stay this big? It's got to be steroids. And they said, no, if you follow the guy on Twitter, like he eats, he eats like a team, a little league team, right? He eats right, like eighteen right. eggs every morning, and like he pumps himself full of protein. And his workout regimen starts at like four a.m. in the morning, and he goes from four a.m. to seven a.m. I'm like, wow! I'm like, if he's doing all that, then that kind of explains it because I'm not getting up. I'm not getting up. No, me either. It's it's not happening. I'm I'm not doing that. But yeah. you know, God bless him. God bless oh, yeah. him. If that's that's what he's doing, man. We, but that dude is massive. Like, oh, he's 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 twice as big as he was when he was a wrestler. Yes, and that's that's one of the things that kind of makes me wonder if it's steroids. And he's 48 now. You know, it's not is like he? he's yeah. He's he was, he was born in '72, uh, May of '72, and. And not not saying at 48 you can't be built like Conan the Barbarian from 1980 something. It's just tough. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> tough. It's and it's tough having the job and everything, you know. Because yeah, for for these actors who are working out and doing all of this stuff is their career. It's it's one thing to get up at 4 a.m. and work out until seven, and then have nothing else that you have to do but just do what you want to do for the rest of the day versus going to work for eight hours and coming home and speaking to the wife and talking to the kids and then going to the gym for three hours. That's a big difference. Yeah. That's I got to respect difference. him though, man. He has his hand in so many things. And, and that was one of the reasons I didn't, I, I was really uh, kind of disconnected. I was like, I don't know if black Adam is really going to get made because he's, you know, he just, uh, uh, bought, I think they bought the XFL. Yep. I saw that. And then, you know, he's got several movies. He's always doing a movie, right? And oh, yeah. then he has uh, his own game show, which that game show is awesome. I think it's on Hulu. It's pretty uh, cool, and, yeah. 
and it's like American gladiators to the power of like 10. And yeah. I, I kind of, I, you know, it's, it's a little guilty pleasure, man. I like that show. Me and my wife watch it, but it, it's pretty good. But Black Adam, I'm looking forward to that panel too. Yeah. Uh, so that's, uh, what is that, 6, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. Next Saturday. Uh, yep. Yep. So next Saturday. So uh, we'll have to do a roundup of all these. And also what interested me, right? And since we're talking about video games today, they have a Suicide Squad uh, Kill the Justice League panel. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. Yeah. And that's going to be at, at 810. Yeah, it's going to be at 810. It's made by the same people that made the uh, first Batman game. Remember uh, Batman oh, yeah. uh, Arkham Asylum? Oh, yeah. I liked yeah, all so. of them. It was it was one. I think it was Arkham Origins that was kind of it kind of strayed away from from that production team. It wasn't quite as good, but the other three were awesome. Yeah, and and so I'm looking forward to that, seeing what they're gonna do. Basically, all of the uh, promos for uh, Kill the Justice League or Suicide Kill the Justice League, uh, Suicide Squad is made uh, like a crosshair. Okay. And it's on the head or the heart of all the Justice League members. So it's re- I, I really like that. Uh, you know, I want to see uh, if they build a game around you hunting down the Justice League or finding ways of stopping the Justice League. I'm really interested in that, and I would love it. It's similar to uh, the boys, right? Oh, Where yeah. they're going after, what is it called, the seven? Yeah, on the right. Boys. Right. Yeah, well, Suicide Squad is going after Justice League, which everyone knows is the big seven. So that and uh, also um, uh, Wonder Woman 84, they have a uh, panel there. I think Wonder Woman 84 is going to lead off. That panel is at one o'clock. So I'm going to set some time aside Oh yeah. Uh, to do that. And then they have a games announcement. And what I like about this, it looks like all the panels are uh, between half hour to 15 minute increments. So it right. makes it really easy for most people to kind of jump in, yeah. jump out. And then if you miss it the first time, which is also awesome, right? They, they have an encore presentation of uh, their most popular panels or what possibly can be their most popular panels. And then uh, I think, uh, and it goes into the next day as well. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be really good, man. It's going to be really good. So I look forward in us uh, kind of doing that, going through uh, these panels, looking at them, uh, watching them, and kind of uh, getting back to our audience. Oh, yeah, this should be great because I'm noticing the the encores on Sunday. Yeah, they are doing the, um, the Kill the Justice League encore actually at 4.10 a.m. I'm not sure what time zone we're speaking of here. Probably going to miss oh, well, that one, but... All, the, all these times are East Eastern Standard. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, so. well, if they do an encore of the encore sometime a little bit later on, I'd, I'd probably check that out. It, it looks like they are, because I see another one, Wonder Woman, for 84 at, at 11.45. So, yeah, that'll that'll be a little bit more doable, I think. Okay. Yeah, awesome. this should be very awesome. nice, yeah. and it kind of reminds me of like a, you know, of a Comic Con kind of thing dedicated to DC, and that's good. They've been Marvel's baby brother over the last decade or so, so it'll be good to see them kind of get their own thing under, or get get their own thing off the ground, so to speak. And yeah, get a little progress I, and, and there. I, I agree. I agree with you 100% because they, they have been in the shadows. And doing something like this is them really stepping up, stepping forward, saying, hey, we're taking this serious. 
this is what we want to do. Uh, and, and I honestly would love for this, like if this goes well, initially I want this to be the model and I hope it goes well. Uh, and if it does go well, I'd like to see other companies do this. I'd like to see Image do it. I'd like to see yeah. Marvel do it. I, I like, especially in this time where we're social distancing, we're not gathering gathering in crowds of over a hundred in some places, over over ten in other places. Yeah, right. I, I really would like to see companies saying, "Hey, you know what? You guys all because that's what we need right now, right? We need escapism. That's that's where this podcast was born. We need exactly. something to kind of let our hair down and say, "Hey, you know what?" This is our way of escaping all the ills in our life. This is a way of escaping the political unrest and oh, yeah. the, 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 the pandemic. This is our way of escaping uh, some of the things that are going on in our life. So I, I would really like to see, you know, more companies come out and say, okay, we want to engage with our audience. We want to show you guys something that you're going to look forward to. And I think DC is really winning people over. And, and I've said yeah. this a couple of times on the podcast. I'm not a huge DC guy, but what they've been doing in the last uh, six months, I mean, there are a couple gaps there, right? But what they've Very been doing gaps. in the last six months, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's a really big one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but what they've been doing, right, uh, for the most part, I, I'm, uh, I'm interested in, uh, I'm attracted to, and uh, I appreciate what they're doing as a fan. As, as a fan, I really appreciate what they were doing. They made a couple moves. One of them uh, changing their uh, distributor for their comics, which a lot of people thought they were going to drop the ball, but they really haven't so far. They've been doing really, really good. Okay. Uh, moving away from Diamond Distributor, uh, Diamond Distributors, and going uh, with a different company. I can't remember the name right now, but going with a different company, they have not let down. So, uh, so I appreciate what they're doing, man. Uh, and yeah. you know, I look forward to seeing what they're doing. Now, now the question mark I have right for this panel, okay, is they got a flash panel up here. Where is it at? I saw <laughs> that. Two forty-five yeah. on the twenty-second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, okay, let's let's see how this go. <laughs> goals uh yeah yeah this 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 guy that they've picked for the flash he just <laughs> i don't know he just seemed like he was kind of silly he seems like he was about to ask uh batman for his autograph at several different times during the justice league movie he and once again i kind of go back to my give us flash and not the director's take on flash and and I guess that could that could could uh, sidetrack me into complaining about the Justice League movie again. But yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of curious and slash concerned about what's going to happen in this introducing Flash panel. And it's only ten minutes. Okay, well so, that's, that's long enough, I guess. Yeah, that's that's long enough. And I think and this is this is what I kind of heard. I don't know uh, the credence behind this, but I heard the the actor Ezra Miller kind of got into uh, a scuffle with someone in Iceland. Uh, so I think that's a little bit of bad press. They want to avoid that. In Iceland? Wanna, yeah, wow. in Iceland. Hey, look, I man, look, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I heard. So they probably want to avoid that. But I want to see what they're going to show. What are they going to show us in the 10 minutes? Right? Yeah. Are they going to actually show us some footage? Are they going to just talk about what they're doing or their vision? 
because at this point it's been a number of years that this has been in development. Yeah. And and my thing is either, you know, take your jump shot or get off the free throw line. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Either either take the shot or sit on the bench. Do one yeah. of the two. Yeah, shoot you, you a can. pass, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. shoot a pass. Well, I don't even want the pass. Just sit on the bench. Just yeah. sit on the bench and just wait for the other Justice League members. Oh, totally. To yeah. Kind of get it all together and let's let's figure all that out and then there was something else uh i think it was something to do with batman oh yeah uh, legacy uh, of the bat yeah no it wasn't that one it was another one oh so it was another like the one on here yeah beyond batman is on here yeah it's another one something with batman i mean you know they gotta have something with batman right batman oh, yeah, you have, you have to. Too, many, too many batman fans yeah. uh for it not be something with batman so uh i i don't know i remember it might be it might be legacy of the bat but i thought it was something elude oh no no it, it wasn't legacy of the bat it was the multiverse the multiverse panel okay that's what it was multiverse okay. 101 so i want to see what they spin out of that that's right before flash so yeah. i want to see what they spin out of that uh as far as if they're going to talk about the cinematic multiverse or are they going back to the comics multiverse, which I hope they do not do. I think what they're doing right now is solid. And I just, you know, one of the complaints that I have about DC is that they're reinventing their universe almost every three yeah. years or two years, it seems like. I mean, we got uh, the rebirth. We got the new 52. Then we got something else. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's quite a bit. And it I is. know they're trying to get new readers on. But the truth is, you know, once you make certain changes, you kind of just got to stick with it and go with it. So, yeah. uh, you know, that, that, that's it. Uh, August 22nd, we're going to have the DC fandom, uh, and we're going to see how it goes. I, I really hope for parody's sake that it goes well, and uh, they do well. But we'll see. We'll and see. there's another one on here I, I would like to mention. It's called, looks like, I'm not sure if this is an acronym, uh, B-A-W-S-E, Females of Color Within the DC Universe. How cool would it be to actually get a Vixen movie? I don't think I've ever seen a live-action Vixen. There was that was something like they would do like little five-minute shorts a couple years ago, like animated mm-hmm. shorts. And I think Vixen was on one or two of those. But a live-action Vixen movie, I think, would be... Or even if it wasn't her movie, if she just made an appearance, I was thinking it would be pretty cool to have Vixen and, you know, her transforming into all the different animals and everything. Yeah, that would be cool, man. I think that would be awesome. And and, and it brings something additional to the DC universe. If, if they are going to do that or they were going to do that, I think the perfect jumping off point would be Wonder Woman 84. And we know that Wonder Woman is complete, right? They made the film. Right. But if if you if you're bringing in that element, then I think the perfect place to bring that in is Wonder Woman '84, when you're already introducing Cheetah. I you think can so bring too. Yeah. someone in as well to kind of you know fit that role or fit that mold of uh, fighting uh, those animalistic uh, uh, villains or whatnot. I, I think that would be the perfect place. Yeah, totally. Because I think she got a power from a talisman. And if they wanted to have a modern day vixen, she could just be the brand new holder of the talisman and they could have some woman with the talisman back in 84 and kind of introduce these powers. And maybe that would be like a nice way to definitely introduce the character or introduce the powers and the potential to see vixen down, down the road a little further. 
Yeah, and I think she Vixen really doesn't get a lot of spotlight. And I think that would be great for her to get the spotlight yeah. and to to really uh, bring that out. I, I think that's a good point that you make right there. Bring her out. I mean, oftentimes when we think of African-American uh, characters within comics and comic book movies, uh, we, we kind of go to the same ones over and over. Like we'll go to Storm yep. or we go to someone of that ilk. Black Panther, Nixon, Cage. Yeah, yes. Black Panther, exactly. But we don't go... Uh, you know, too often into DC other than John Stewart and Cyborg. Exactly. So, yeah. So looking at you know that whole spectrum, we have a whole spectrum of characters there uh, that are you know uh, up for use and available for use. So it'd be good. So yes, yeah, another panel. I'm going to end up watching the whole panel. I I, I know I am. I, I don't think there's uh, really anything. At least on the first run, there most of them I'm gonna yeah. watch. There's a couple out wait to the encore presentation, but for the most part, uh, most of them and they're you know it's 30 minutes long. That's the longest. Most of them are 30 minutes. I'm sorry, no, no. You have one. It looks like the Suicide Squad panel may range uh, 50 minutes. Okay. So uh, we'll kind of go from there and see. I plan to uh, check it out yeah. too. This should be, this, yes, it's, you know it's got tons of potential. This should be pretty cool. I think. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I uh, in nice. other news, so let's let's move forward. Other news: uh, Spider-Man, uh, the uh, next movie, the third movie in the MCU Spider-Man trilogy. Uh, the name has uh, leaked, or at least you know, quite a few sources have said uh, that it's a leak. And the leaked name, we we already had Homecoming. Okay. And then we had Far From Home. Uh, the name for this one, the potential name rather for this Spider-Man movie is Homesick. Uh, wow. Might yeah, as well toss in home again, I guess. Yeah, I mean, hey, this is the home <laughs> trilogy, right? We're all at home anyway, so yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm mean, you know, sick of being at home. Yeah. Spider Man sick of being at home. Oh, yeah. Spider Man home school. Uh, Spider Man bored, yeah. yeah, bored at home. Yeah. Yeah, bored at home. Spider Man exactly. working home. <laughs> Spider Man uh <laughs> it's, it's reminds me of the first three Kanye albums, all with a kind of odd kind of an odd uh, commonality or whatever. So now yeah, we get homesick. Yeah, so I mean, you know, that's the home trilogy. Spider Man yeah. Home Alone. I don't I don't know but Spider Man Home uh, Alone has some has some some strength. They could even get McCall at it to to be his tag team partner or something now. Since he's he's probably thirty six now. He got the yeah, kids no, up don't, his do home. It. don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, you know, seeing how the uh the former movie uh ended and, uh, you know, seeing how they ended with, uh, spoiler alert, seeing how Spider-Man Far From Home ended with uh, the reveal of his identity, uh, I think they're going to put him on the run. I mean, if this name is true, it kind of alludes to that, that he's going to be on the run. He's going to have, you know, very few resources okay. or whatnot. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to play on the whole, because uh, if you go back, and you kind of go into the comics, right? And, and this is where the this is where the uh, the uh, re revelation of his identity comes up. And uh, Marvel: The Civil War. We kind of touched on this lightly. I believe it was last episode, episode before last. Uh, Spider-Man's identity is revealed in uh, Marvel Comics: Civil War. And because of that, you know, his home is under attack. His life is under attack. Yeah. And, and he really has to go underground with a whole bunch of other heroes. Uh, so that may be the element or the spin that they take. 
Could uh, be. But that would mean that they would have to resurrect a lot of the ideas uh, or a lot of the ideas from um, from uh, uh, Captain America Civil War, which uh, I don't think that's a good idea. I hope that they go with bringing in the Sinister Six or a variation of the Sinister Six, which I think, I think so would too. be great. Yeah. yeah. I, I would yeah. really like to see them take off on Spider-Man more as an independent hero who had, uh, you know, a nice group of villains and kind of steer him uh, sort of away from being Tony Stark's sidekick. You know, him mm-hmm. him getting the suit from Tony, him calling him Mr. Stark throughout the whole movie, the, the whole first movie, him, you know, just being like the surrogate son of Tony Stark. Let's see Peter Parker take off on his own and get the Sinister Six, or if not the whole six, we we definitely need at least one or two of his iconic villains. We need Doc Ock, or we need, um, we've already gotten the Vulture. This is a good time for Green Goblin, and I was thinking when you said Homecoming, I mean, excuse me, mm-hmm. Homesick, I had a different thought. I'm hoping they're they're just going to gloss over this whole, you know, his identity get, getting blasted out and say he's homesick because he's a freshman in college. And hmm. in college, he meets wow. Harry okay. Osborn. Hmm. And once okay. he meets Harry, then he has to meet Norman down the, down the road pretty soon, too. And I know people at home are saying, yeah, but didn't, didn't they already introduce Harry in the first trilogy with Tobey Maguire? Yeah, but it's like a big do-over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they pull in the huge do over, so I wouldn't mind seeing him become a freshman in college, and that could potentially introduce, you know, like I say, Harry and uh, Norman Osborn, and bring up some of the some of the other people that they haven't introduced because, like, he meets Doctor Connors in high school in the comics. I'm not exactly sure, or in college, so you know that can that can bring on, you know. Dr. Connors, you know, he might meet Otto Octavius while he's in college. So definitely bring on some of the famous Spider-Man villains that we used to and steer him from being just Tony's sidekick. That's an interesting take. I, di- I didn't think of that. That's that's really interesting because, you know, homesick because he's away at college. He's away at school. That That is really good. I, now, one of the characters, uh, and because, you you know, you kind of mentioned some of the classic villains, who I would love to see on the big screen is Craven. Right, Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter, uh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, he's always been one of my favorites. That yep. uh, that storyline, the last uh, was it the last hunt of Craven? Yeah, that's always been one of my favorites. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we can get something out of that, uh, something tangible, something solid out of that. That that would be great. Uh, but yeah, that that is the leak name of the movie sure. Spider Man Homesick. I'm just gonna call it Spider Man Homeschool. Yeah, homeschool until, uh, <laughs> homeschool until, uh, works. I'm, yeah, I'm satisfied that we've actually got the real name. So, Spider-Man Homeschool. So, <laughs> Spider-Man Home Part Three. That works too. That, yeah. yeah, that works. That that works. But uh, also, though, mentioning Tom Holland, and uh, you know, he has a new movie coming out with him. Oh yeah, uh, romantic romantic Batman, uh, Robert Pattinson. Exactly. And uh, who, who else is in the movie? Uh, Sebastian uh, Stan. Yep, Sebastian Stan, the Winter Soldier. Yep. And uh 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 was it Pennywise? Pennywise, Pennywise uh, yeah. Yeah, was it Scarsburg? Bill Scarsburg right? and um 
if I'm not mistaken, that's uh, Scars, but it's, it's Scars something. I think it's Scars Guard. Scars Guard. That's it. That's it. Let's just call him Pennywise. We'll just stick with Pennywise for now. Pennywise we'll works. And I think Bill's Bill's father is a famous actor as well. Because let's face it, you don't see many Scars Guards out there. That's not a Smith or Johnson kind of name. And I'm sure. Well, not I've heard here of a, at least. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. Probably in, in uh, Munich or something. That might be a Smith and Johnson over there. But I'm sure I've heard of another Scars Guard. We can maybe research that and bring that up next next episode. But yeah, it looks it looks interesting. And uh, from the trailers, you know, it looks like it's somewhere in the deep south. But you were telling me it's in Ohio. It takes place yeah, in Ohio. It's in- <laughs> the name, like, check this name out, right? Okay. The name of where it takes place at. Knock 'em stiff, Knock Ohio. Stiff. Wow. Knock 'em stiff, Ohio. So I, I don't know if it's anybody who knows anyone from Knock 'em stiff, Ohio. Exactly. Con- connect with us. They have to have some t-shirts. Or Gotta have some bumper or stickers anything. or something. Something. I'm yeah. from Knock 'em stiff. Knock 'em stiff. I don't know. <laughs> Wonder if it's near Dayton or Cincinnati or Cleveland, even. Look, somebody's missing an awesome marketing uh, yeah. opportunity if they're not uh, making like boxing gloves and knock them stiff Ohio. They should be, yeah. you know, patent pending knock them stiff Ohio boxing gloves. <laughs> People would buy those, all right? Well, something, I mean, but <laughs> something tells me it's not real because LeBron would have told us about knock them stiff by now. I, well, I really could have seen him with a knock them stiff t shirt on back rookie season all the way till now. <laughs> Who knows? Let's Who see. knows? Let, let's Google this real quick. Let's okay. see if this place is real. Knock, Knock them stiff, stiff Ohio. Ohio. I, I don't know. Yes, it is real. Oh wow! Knock them stiff <laughs> and, Ohio. And here, and it says this is this is the uh, explanation or the uh, the uh, when you look it up in Google, right? This is the wiki. The wiki says knock them stiff Ohio human settlement in Ohio United States of America. So I, I have a like this is funny, right? Why why does it say human settlement That's in Ohio? Alien like, settlement or something? Exactly, yeah. or clone settlement clone, or ro- yeah. robot, you know, Terminator settlement exactly. in Ohio. Human settlement in Ohio. Hmm. Look it up if you guys don't knock them stiff. K N O C K. E-M-S-T-I-F-F. I cannot make this up. Wow, also so it's known- pretty much on the nose then. I was thinking it, it had to have some kind of different spelling that might have, you know, originated in German or something, but straight up, <laughs> knock them stiff. Wow. <laughs> so here it is. This was not what the episode was supposed to be about, but here, here's the oh, wiki, yeah. right? The, the wiki says <laughs> a number of stories exist to explain the community's unusual name. One claims that a tremendous brawl broke out when the community was in its infancy. More humorous is the tale of a woman who confronted her preacher during a Sunday morning worship service, informing the clergy that her husband was cheating on her. She wanted the preacher's advice, and his response was straightforward. Knock him stiff. Knock so. him stiff. Hey. <laughs> and that's that's probably on a big plaque in the in like in the city hall or something. <laughs> right in front of the courthouse. That story is in some kind of panel that's that's cemented into the into the steps of the courthouse. Knock them so uh, right here on spoiled milk, things you can use. Things you can use. Yeah. That's that's gotta be a be a uh, Jeopardy question. 
Knock him stiff, yeah. Ohio. That is great. That is great. So, talking about knock him stiff, let's go right into our main subject for the day. We know oh, that yeah. movie theaters are closed. Uh, you know, any sports that we do have here, at least here in the United States, that we do have, uh, those are closed to the public. A lot of our uh, favorite venues, uh, we're you know we don't have so. Uh, you know, yep. this is the perfect time. If you've never been into gaming, this is the perfect time to get in the game. Perfect and this time. Is what, yeah, this is what we want to talk about today. We want to talk about the summer of gaming. And we got some really, really, really good ones uh, here that have released in the last couple months. Big Mike, what is, what's on, on your radar as far, far as video games go this summer what have you played anything great good oh definitely definitely um i've i've always been a been a huge madden fan i'm on red dead redemption 2 bugs and all it's a it's an awesome game when it works and that okay. sh- that should be the tagline awesome game dot 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 when it works and um <laughs> last night i downloaded the uh the uh, it's actually officially called marvel Marvel colon the Avengers, the game or something, and it's the beta version of it. So it's it's pretty cool. It's a free beta. I downloaded it on the PlayStation Store, and it um it's actually made by Square Onyx. And correct me if I'm wrong. They're the Final Fantasy people. Yeah, they're, they're Final Fantasy. They've done a couple other games. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know it's it, it's so I just downloaded it because initially I thought it was only for pre-order, right? And uh, I'm just gonna be honest with you, I looked at this game, right? So I looked at the Avengers beta, the Avengers game, period, right? And I I love the the first game, so the Spider-Man game. Did you play that? Yeah, yeah, I did. I didn't I didn't beat it. I'm I'm notorious for getting sidetracked on games. I'll play one for a while and something cool comes out and I get that one and forget what I was playing before, but I definitely <laughs> got to go back and beat Spider-Man or finish. It. So that, yeah, that, that Spider-Man game, man was awesome. That Spider-Man game was great. And I'm just going to tell you, you need to finish it. You, oh, yeah. you, I will. you need to finish it. And you know, uh, as far as I know, this uh, this game is going to have an exclusive character of Spider-Man. So we know that it's releasing on Xbox uh, Series 1X, and, and then I think it's uh, going to be on Xbox One as well. Uh, but yeah. I heard in the Avengers game here that Spider-Man is going to be exclusive. Uh, but, we, you, you know, looking at this game, so what, what gave me hesitation is when I when they first came out with the models of all these characters, like this looks like the uh the the Kmart version of <laughs> the Avengers, right? Because we're used to we're used to the Avengers looking awesome and great. And then instead of using the character models from the movies or or you know, revamping the, the costumes to look more akin to the comic books, you know, they got like all new new models for these games. Yeah. And you know, I'm a big Captain America fan, and honestly, Captain America looks like a guy in cosplay trying to be Captain America. Oh wow, that's what he looks. Like. I had different so, thoughts. Like, really? Yeah. What did yeah. you think? Um, well, you know, I I can kind of understand why they don't get the actual actors. They don't want to have to write Robert Downey Jr. get another check, and you know, and Hemsworth and and Chris Evans and all these guys. I guess they in, into them deep enough. 
as far as as far as money without giving them more likeness fees and the character models look pretty good um now that's they look very clean and they look pretty awesome during the during the actual game during the action because the um the hook and the hook in in particular looks awesome i mean you know and and i even saw on there where you have options for more costumes and i saw that the hook and of course for the beta they all locked but you can see the little thumbnail there for the potential looks like at least six to maybe 10 extra costumes and they even showed showed the one where he's dressed up like the 30s gangster with the Tommy gun i can't think of that character's name now oh yeah when he uh, mr fix it mr, mr. fix it right so so i so i think it looks good and some of the early pictures of it and the early videos didn't look nearly as good as the beta looks now. So I'm not sure okay. when you saw that version of Cap that you thought looked like a Kmart cosplay character, but that <laughs> it actually looks pretty cool now because I played as um, the the beta. I'm not exactly sure how long it is, but I've played for well over an hour, and I played okay. with Cap briefly. The first the um, intro and spoiler alert. In the in the intro, you, you basically get to play as Thor first, then Iron Man, then Captain America, Hulk, and Black Widow to start. Okay. So you actually get a pretty good feel for them. They all seem like they move logically, meaning, you know, lots of fighting games, the moves are kind of kind of generic. You know, you push mm -hmm. one button for light attack, one button for heavy attack, which this basically has that same system. But the light and heavy attacks fit the character. So, like for Captain America's light attack, it might be like a like a shield, like a shield thrust, and the heavy okay. attack is like a combo. And they all okay. have like with some button button configuration, like a super move. <laughs> Captain America's okay. super move is called the Brooklyn Brawler, because he's from <laughs> Brooklyn and he yeah. kicks and punches and throws the shield and it, and it ricochets off everything and knocks everybody down. And for the, uh, for Iron Man, you know, he, he shoots the big laser out of the middle of his chest. That's his super move. So it's pretty cool. And it has a lot of potential. And I mean, let's face it. If, if the beta is this good and they probably making tweaks to it and hopefully they have a lot of plans to sort of advance it. Cause I'm, Holding out hope they're going to introduce Black Panther in there somewhere, even though I hadn't seen that yet. But I think it's got a lot of potential, and it comes out September 4th. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get it. I'm probably just going to download it to my hard drive. Yeah, For PS4 people out there, if you have a PS4, invest in an external hard drive. I think I have a 4 terabyte, and that's awesome. And I get everything straight to the hard drive now. And if you have a PS4 and you're concerned about next generation, I saw that they have this 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 uh, deal with Square Enix, or Square Enix, not sure that mm -hmm. if you Square Enix, Square Enix, okay, that if you buy it for the current gen, then they basically give you a free copy for the next gen. So PS4 to PS5, you don't have to worry about buying a new game, and Xbox Sweet. One to the new Xbox. Is it called Generation One? Uh, series one, series, series one, one, which makes no sense. It's the fourth one, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't cross console. So if you have it on PS4 and you buy the new Xbox, then yeah, you can't you can't use that copy or you can't use that to upgrade. But if you go from PS4 to PS5 or go from 
Xbox One to the new to the new Xbox trash can model, then you get that one for free as well. <laughs> it, it is very rectangular. Very I, I rectangular. You, you, yeah. you can square up the room with that, that yeah, console. You can make sure that the the walls are plumb, right? So you can <laughs> if you need a straight edge to draw a straight line, hey, grab it. It's probably gonna be heavy though, but but yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, though, right? So believe it or not, it's actually smaller than the PS5. The oh, PS5 wow. is huge. Have you? I mean, because they have all these graphics out, right? Comparing yeah. size and what it looks like. So when you look at the PS5 picture, it doesn't look that big. That thing is massive, man. It's it's like a turbine blade. Oh wow! That thing is huge, yeah. But it just doesn't look like it because you know you look at the Xbox Series One, it just looks like a giant refrigerator. It but does. when you put the, put the two together, it's it's definitely not portable. That thing is bigger. It's huge. I didn't so know that. Yeah, yeah. There are some graphics. You should Google it. Google it, man. Okay, it looks. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's definitely. It's got the Xbox Series one by a couple inches in height without question. Okay, wow. Because all the pictures I've seen, it's never anybody standing next to it. You know, it's just it's just a picture mm-hmm. of it, and it's just sitting on a table, floor, whatever. And it's never anybody next to it to kind of put it into context. That's good marketing. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah, That's it what- is. <laughs> Because you're going to need, uh, well, like where my PS4 sits right now, like I got my screen printer for my T-shirts and all this other stuff on my desk, right? Okay. But it will, it will never fit there. Like oh, wow. it won't fit there. Like I would have to move my 3D printer in order to get that thing on the desk. So I, you know, oh, wow. I'm going to get it. That's that's not a deal breaker for me, yeah, right? It's, yeah. it's not a deal breaker for me. Just just the same thing with the Avengers beta, right? So I'm going to play it. I'm probably going to get it. You know, uh, I'm probably going to get it within the first week of it being out. It's just that I'm a, I'm be honest with you. I'm a pre-Madonna for character models. Okay, the character models, I don't want to, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't want to play with ugly characters. I don't want to play with an ugly character model. I just don't want to do it. I do not want to do it. So when I saw the Avengers, I was like, oh, man, this looks terrible. But I know in the back of my mind, I can, you know, I'm very superficial with my video games like that. So I know in the back of my mind, I could change costumes or suits and all that. But mm-hmm. I wanted to at least initially be uh, be appealing to me uh, in the same way when I play Spider-Man, even the original suit you get, the uh, the suit that they designed specifically for the game, that suit looks awesome. So... You know, I was like, okay, I, I want to see what this is about. And I got to play in the game. I was like, man, this game is awesome. It is it is great. And most people, if you haven't played the Spider-Man for PS4, I would recommend it to anyone that's uh, listening to the podcast. Go out there, get it. You could probably get it from, um, you could probably get it on the PlayStation Store because it's a PlayStation exclusive yeah. for about 20 bucks or so. Or you can get it from, uh, you know, a secondhand retailer. Uh, like GameStop or, or eBay, uh, yeah, or eBay. Exactly. I have a place locally that I like going to, and I'm gonna give them a shout out here. Uh, Retro Taku, uh, they're uh, right here in Michigan, and uh, I think it's Madison Heights. They're really, really good. But you know, I would always say support those local secondhand game places. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, because they you usually can find some stuff there, and most of the guys who run those places are really, really cool. There's uh, a couple guys I met uh, down in uh, Pensacola, Florida, 
they were uh, running a place like that. I think that's where I bought my Super Mario 3 from Okay. Uh, when I was down there visiting uh, my wife's uh, grandmother. But regardless of that, like, like support the small business, man. I, I know we can get stuff from GameStop and all these other places, but like really like support some of these small businesses because they, they really could use it. I agree. I, I, I totally agree. The only thing about these used game places and no offense if anybody runs one of those businesses and they're listening. <laughs> it just makes you feel kind of bad when when you bought this game. You might have had it three weeks. You beat it, or maybe you just don't like it. And you mm-hmm. paid 60 bucks for it, and you get it in there, and the guy takes it out of the jacket and looks at it and looks for scratches and flips it over and looks back at you dead in the eyes. I give you 15 bucks for it. And it's like, wow, what what depreciation. Yeah. 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 I, see, I I will always say, right? I will always say if that's the case, like you got a game you just bought, put it on Facebook Marketplace, put it on eBay, yeah. put it on Let Go, you know, make sure you're being safe about it, right? But you can always get more money like that. If oh, I yeah. had waited, honestly, if I had waited one day to get The Last of Us 2, I could have got it the next day for $15 cheaper. Yeah. And that and you know i would i've done that several times so you know if you are one of those people like you got power gamers out there right like i got a buddy of mine he platinums everything oh, i wow. mean he platinums everything that's awesome and the guy he's he's usually done with the game in like i don't know a week's time and for me you know i got kids i got wife yeah. i got a career i got all this stuff going on i usually don't finish a game to like two three and that's being generous two three weeks after it's released usually it's like maybe a month or two yeah that's uh, me too yeah and and platinum yeah. is rare yeah I, well i've platinum four games okay right? i plat i platinum four games and that's that's like light work right uh when i was you know back in my ps1 ps2 game ps2 days uh, you know, because we didn't have achievements then. So I probably would have platinum a lot of those games because, man, I used to just game, game, game. But regardless of that, you know, I platinum God of War. I did uh, too. Spider-Man. I platinum God of War, Spider-Man, Horizon Zero Dawn, and then I think Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. I platinum those four games, right? Uh, God of games. War. Oh, man. I lo- man, look, I love those games, uh, especially Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Okay. They got the new one coming out. Have you played the first one? Actually, I have. Man, look, it is it is worth it. Anybody out there who hasn't played Horizon, you should. It, it has a great storyline. Uh, you know, you get to fight robot animals. Uh, and and then they actually explain why there are robot animals on on this planet, right? So they explain that. I don't want to give up too much because I would love, like you know, you know, I would love for you to play it. It was it was so good that I actually wrote Guerrilla Games an email. Oh, that's and awesome! And I thank them. Wow! Yeah, I thank them for the experience, <laughs> right? It was like raft, and I and I was very truthful. I told them I said I didn't have a lot of uh, you know expectation for this game. I just kind of bought it. And got into it, and man, it's very beautiful. Play it on your 4K. Okay. Uh, you know the storyline. You 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 think you haven't figured out like okay this happened, and then you figure out okay that's not what happened. Then you think something else happened, and then you 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 like okay this couldn't happen, and then they finally tell you what ha- what happened to this planet, and what happened to the people, and how the robot 
uh, robot animals came about, and you say, "Wow, this is epic!" So I wrote them. And I told them, you know, great job on this. I, you know, I really hope you guys are working on two. And they actually wrote me back, and they said, "Hey, we're, we're glad you liked it. We're working on two. Uh, we want to ma- uh, add you to our mailing list." And I thought that was cool, man, because you don't get a lot of uh, yeah. developers who do that. You you just don't. That much uh, feedback. Yeah. Yeah, it it didn't seem like it was a canned message either. It just kind of seemed like, okay, this is what we do, and and you know I appreciate it. So if you That's haven't great. played that, I would recommend you go play it. You can usually you can and you can buy a definitive edition, right? Because they they, they actually had a, a download a, a DLC that came out with it, so you can get definitive edition uh, when it's on sale for uh, on the PlayStation Store. You can probably get it for like fifteen bucks, and I'll check that one out. Oh man, it's well worth it. It's well worth it. Is it a must to play to play the first one before playing the second one? Yes. Okay. Yes. I it. Okay. Because it's very it, like a lot of games, uh, especially of this generation. Because I know they were talking at one point that you know nobody wants to have story games and this, this, that, and the other. Well, uh, with this, uh, with this, uh, it's, it's very heavily uh, driven by the story. So you want to play the first one uh initially before you get into the next one and honestly i haven't finished it finished the uh dlc i finished the main story but i'm going to go back finish the dlc but it's it's well worth it right so okay. uh, if you got a lot of time on your hands and you know you want to get into a new game something that's different something that's fresh something that graphically is stunning okay you know uh, they have these animals, and this isn't a spoiler, right? But because you see this on the commercial, but they have these these tall animals uh, called uh, I think they're long necks or tall necks, but they're basically robot giraffe, okay. and uh, you can climb to the top of these, right? And you can survey the entire map, or at least you know survey at least as far as you can see the map. And man, when you crawl to the when you climb to the top of the first one, it is stunning. That the, sounds awesome. The graphics, the arena, the area is stunning. So I would recommend that. Okay. I'll be sure to check that one out. And that that view that you mentioned reminds me of Assassin's Creed. Um, I, I played probably four or five of them. I liked the first two, maybe first three. Then it kind of started to get a get a little bit too much. But, but yeah, I was just thinking about that. And I think I platinumed. Uh, this starts to run together after a while, but I think I platinum the second one. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Sweet. So, have you played Origins or Odyssey or anything like that in Assassin's Creed? I think I played Origins. Is that the one where I think he becomes a Native American assassin? Nope. That's that. that I, I believe that's three. That's Origins three. Okay. is when they go to Egypt. Oh, the, that's Origins right. is when they go to Egypt. Yeah, I I tried that one and it was kind of slow. And speaking of selling them on eBay, I put that one on eBay, and I sold it before I beat it. I I just couldn't really, I don't know. I just couldn't really get into it for some reason. It starts slow. I'm I'm about the same way. Like I've tried playing that, and I you know I'm one of those people. I'm be honest with you. It has to grow on me, and not mm-hmm. only that, I have to have the time to play it. I do too. So. Yeah. Uh, 
one of my favorite series, Mass Effect. I bought that on the 360. Okay. Right? So that's one of my favorite series, Mass Effect. Down, hands down, I love Mass Effect. I love the game. I love the uh, the choice options. A lot of people hate Mass Effect 3. I think that was a great game up until you kind of get to that last option. But you know what? In my opinion, how else were they going to end the game? You know, when you get to the end of the, that game, uh, the options are just basically it's a variation of color. Your choice boils down to that. So, uh, you know, I can forgive that because the first game, second game, and 98% of the third game were awesome. It's okay. just that 2%. 98%, okay. Yeah, yeah, 98%. That 2%, That's a good I can score. see why people, why people had a problem with it. Right. I didn't really have a problem with it. I got, when we got to that point, you know, it was more about the journey than the destination. So the journey was great. You had some great character uh, mo- moments and development, and that was great. But, you know, just like Assassin's Creed Origins, the first Mass Effect starts very, very slow. It's uh, very by the books, very paint by the numbers. Yeah. But as you get into the game, it gets better. So that's one of the things that propels me or at least pushes me to say, hey, you know what? You got to give this another try. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins is and, and that, like a lot of these multiplayer games. Um, I mean, not multiplayer games, but open world games. It, they're just so large, right? They're so large. You get into it. And you just say, okay, this is just, it's overwhelming for the senses. It is. It is. And I think other games that are open world that take the opposite effect, because I had heard of Grand Theft Auto and Mm -hmm. a buddy of mine on PS2 got Grand Theft Auto 2. No, Grand Theft Auto 3. The the first one that wasn't top down, Grand Theft Auto 3. Yeah. And this is is years ago. And I, I was just watching him play. And I said, hey, you know, I asked for the joystick to try this mission. And the way the mission structure was, you know, you would basically do several small missions and, you know, then it leads up to boss fights and all kind of crazy things. And it was one of the first games I can remember where you actually embrace the villain role and it wraps you up into it fast. It it has a basically a story going on but you have all these small missions that basically leads you to the climax of the game. And I think that's a really cool way to approach it. Whereas some of these games, you know, they introduce you to the, to the mission structure, like on Assassin's Creed, where, you know, you have to find all these checkpoints in the city and then you have to observe the target. And then you have to actually go in and be an assassin. That structure is a little tougher to get into than a game like a Grand Theft Auto where you're doing smaller missions that kind of lead to a to I guess a, a big payoff at the end. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree. I agree. That's a great assessment. Uh, and with a lot of these open world games, you know, you get so sidetracked. Oh yeah. Right. So so like Grand you know Grand Theft Auto Three, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, yeah. and then San Andreas. You know, there were a lot of side missions. Oh, yeah. But the major push was the actual story. Then you kind of get into, like, Grand Theft Auto 4 uh, and then 5 and, and you know, uh, so forth and whatnot. And you, you just kind of say, okay, there's there's so much to do here. Like, Grand Theft Auto 4, I mean, 5, I've, I've gotten nowhere in that game. 
I spend most of the time driving around, yeah. you know, uh, jump, you know, on motorcycle or plane or oh, a, yeah. a car, and I just don't get to the storyline. So, you know, that is one of the major uh, issues I have with uh, open world games. Now, let me ask, because you mentioned Red Dead Redemption right. 2, right? Right. So th- there's uh, some type of, and let me know if you know about this, right? Okay. There's some type of rumor that you can follow or track the storms throughout the game. Have you ever, have you tried that or, or no? No, I haven't. That's, that's, that's interesting. I was on last night and I was just, just marveled at how their thunderstorms are so good. You can see, you know, you can, you can hear the thunder, the, the lightning looks realistic. Uh, there's drizzle, there's hard rain. And, and the map is pretty neat at the, at the very North of the map. It's really cold and there's snow, so it's always snow on the ground. Sometimes it's snowing, sometimes it's not. And the game is so technical that your clothing has to fit your environment. So in the okay. snow area, you know you have to have on hot, have on warm clothes. You know, big coat, hat, whatever. And if you have that on in the in the desert areas, if you dress too hot in the desert areas, your health meter drops. And the same thing if okay. you aren't wearing enough clothes, but no, I've I've never heard the thing about following the storms on there. Okay, yeah, there's, there's something about the storm. Yeah, this guy on Reddit, uh, MC uh, Ulfric, MC underscore Ulfric. Uh, so he he kind of tracked the storms, and I guess there's some there's some type of pattern behind the storms that leads you to the end point of some dead ends or dead story ends. Hmm. So I'm. I'm you know, I've never gotten to Red Dead Redemption 2 because, of course, if I didn't finish, uh, if I didn't yeah. finish Grand Theft Auto 5, exactly. then, hey, you know what, I, I, I really didn't see the the uh, point of me getting into Red Dead Redemption 2 because it's so massive, right? It's, it's just, very massive. It is, it is a massive game. And speaking of massive game, uh, another one of our games of summer, and I just finished this, uh, I want to say last week or week before last, The Last of Us 2. Oh, which, yeah. Uh, it was, a, man, I, I just a, an emotional roller coaster that game was. Have you, have you picked it up yet? No, I'm still trying to get through one. And, <laughs> and I have to say, you know, I like a challenge. I don't want a game to be so easy that I just breeze through it and lose respect for it. But at the same time, I don't want it to be like a struggle. You know, I want enough of a challenge, but not have to drop it to the lowest skill level. I feel feel cheap if I do that. But yeah, I just feel like the Last of Us one, the enemies. I'm I'm not sure if they're zombies, the enemies slash zombies, whatever are too tough yeah, for, the, for the weapons that you get. I mean, you'll, you'll find a pistol and it's got three bullets in it and, and, and the auto aim <laughs> doesn't seem to work that well. And this one, you have to, the ticker, you have to have a shank and, and the shanks are, are very limited on the game. So I've just gotten frustrated with that animation of the thing biting me in the neck and game over and starting over. So I so I really need to put some time in the in actually finishing Last of Us One. Okay, uh, well I, I will tell you this, right? I am I've probably played through the Last of Us One. Oh man, a good 
four or five times. Oh, wow. Which is, you know, okay. lightweight for some people. Uh, and I've kind of gotten to the point where, you know, I played on hard or uh, was it hard or insane or extreme, whatever the one above hard is. And uh, it, it just it gets better the more you play it. And I can honestly say uh, in, in my review of The Last of Us 2, uh, the clickers aren't as uh, tough. In oh, the second game, good. Now there are some elements to this game. Honestly, the combat to me wasn't as tough. However, there there is a a boss battle okay. within the game, which is really awesome. It's kind of scary, okay. uh, and it's, okay. it's really awesome within the game. I'm not going to give it away because you you really need to play this game, right? Uh, but there's a boss battle. Uh, I want to say it's beyond halfway through or right at the halfway mark somewhere in there. And trust me, that's not giving away anything because you think the game ends like five times. I kid you not. Okay. You think the game, there are like five different sequences where you're like, okay, this is the end of the game. But, you know, it is a great game to play. Uh, now, you, you know, there's some social uh, issues that are, are prevalent in the game. Uh, take that as you may. Okay. Uh, but, but the storyline itself was epic and uh, it's awesome, right? It, it's, it's a, you know, awesome storyline. It really draws you in. And the, the whole point of the game is to kind of talk about revenge and what revenge does to us. And, and I'm going to leave that at that. Okay. It, it's really... Yeah, the graphics for that game are, uh, you know, uh, definitely uh, showing the strength of the PS4. Okay. Uh, shows the strength of the PS4, the uh, the movement of the water, the movement of the characters. But really, what's what's on display here is the storyline, and you, you get into it, it, it 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 really draws you in, and there's some characters in there. Uh, that you're just like, oh, man, I hate this person. Oh, yeah, and, okay. And, and then by the end, just like the first game, you're, you're uh, set up with some moral moral uh, choices. All okay. right? And, but it's not for everyone. I'm just going to be honest with you. The game is not for everyone. Okay. There are some things in there, uh, and not just the violence, some of the story content. I was like, ah, I don't know. So it's definitely a mature game. Okay. Uh, but <coughs> Pardon me. It's definitely a mature game. Uh, but, uh, you know, I would say, you know, if you're, you're interested in it, look it up. Uh, but it, it is a, a good game. Now, I will say this, though, because you mentioned the, uh, the uh, enemies in the first game. The, the, the combat isn't as hard, but the, uh, the human enemies are probably far worse than any of the affected in the game. Oh, okay. Any of, okay. Any of the affected in okay. the game. The humans are way worse. And then way they, worse. Also, they okay. add... Yeah, then they add the element of dogs as well. So I got killed by a dog a couple times, okay. which I was I was angry about that. Uh, they, they, you know, they say, uh, and if that makes you squeamish as well, they say you don't have to kill dogs in the game, but there's one sequence where you have to. You oh, have yeah. to kill the dog. So, so you okay. know, I, you know, it doesn't bother me. Some people that bothers. It's a video game. You exactly. Know, you're, gonna, you're gonna kill a lot of things, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, stuff like that kind of kind of makes me wonder what kind of so, what kind of society we live in when you've you've uh, played yeah, games yeah. like this and you've killed fifty people, but but now you're squeamish about this poor dog having to get out, having to get killed. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it, it's it says a lot, right? But it's, it but that happens. Lot. 
Yeah, it happens in the game, so you know. But it is, uh, it is a gorgeous game. Okay. Uh, it it definitely, uh, you know, it'll put you on notice. But the the uh, attack system is the same, so um, you uh, you you don't get. I mean, I well, you can change the settings for auto assist for aiming. Okay. Uh, but uh, I didn't do that. I, I almost never do that. I almost never put on auto assist. Uh, but what I what I will say is I melee a lot more in this game. I mean, uh, I probably out of all the uh, you know uh, enemies that you have to kill, right. I probably melee melee killed about half of them. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah, yeah, I, I use I, I snuck around a lot because you kind of get to a point in the game as well where you're just like, all right, I'm tired of sneaking around, and, yeah. and you just go through and just fight. And, That's going to happen. Okay. And I think the games I play have made me bad on this because, like, if you play Grand Theft Auto and the Red Dead Redemption is just Grand Theft Auto in the Old West, it's Mm -hmm. tailored so much differently. It's it's mostly no stealth, and you have very strong weapons, and you get a lot of bullets, and and it's basically (laughs) auto-aimed by default. So... You know, if I'm shooting at this ticker and I have a, I have the the best pistol I have a, available at this point of the game, and I shoot him in six times and he's still coming at me, it's like, okay, yeah, this is definitely not definitely not Grand Theft Auto, because Grand <laughs> Theft Auto you got a shotgun and you got 400 shotgun shells and you can just shoot until everything is dead on the screen. So that's so yeah, I have to I have to get into the Last of Us. I have to accept the challenge. I can't let it beat me. Well, you know what? You can also, and this is one of the brilliant things. So this is one of the great things about this game. Uh, they put a lot of work into the settings. Okay. Uh, so even if, even if you're a person who has, uh, you know, uh, light sensitivity issues or uh, colorblind issues, they put a lot of se- uh, settings in there to adjust it. They put in some different dif- uh, difficulty settings as well where you can adjust the amount of uh, uh, ammo that you get, uh, or you can adjust the uh, ferocity of the enemies, or you can adjust the uh, help screen, or you can even put in there uh, a sensory option, where if you're in a room and let's say you crouch down, you can hit a certain button and you will have like a sonar path or a sonar beam that shoots out from you. Mm. And then it will hit items or it'll hit enemies and it'll kind of ping the items or the enemies where they're at. So it's really cool what they did there. I would yeah. I would love for more games to do that. That is because cool. I'm like, you know, I'm a completionist in a sense. Okay. For well, not not really a completionist, but you know, when you have a lot a, a hundred items to get in the game, and you're you say to yourself, hey, I want to get these items. Maybe you don't want to platinum the game, but maybe you want to get these items. Uh, you can you know turn on that sensory uh, option, and it doesn't draw you outside of the game. Right, oh, it just good. becomes a part of the game. So, yeah. you know, I I think you really like uh, those options in oh, the yeah. Last of Us too. I've yeah, always said, yeah, okay. Now for things like that, I love achievements or trophies on on PS, and yeah, and I've I've always said I I I want to get this achievement, but not have to go totally out of my way to go get it. You know, like mm-hmm. I think it's uncharted. You you have to find all of all of these different treasures and. And it's pretty cool if you walk in by, you know, the path that you have to go to the next mission and you see this this ring or this goblet or whatever over to the side. That's fine. 
but when you're going off the main path and you have to go backwards and look under this thing and go in this cave that has nothing else in it but this ring or whatever that's mm-hmm. that's kind of annoying but yeah if it's pretty much you know on the on your path then yeah i like that much better than having to go out of my way to find all these extra things yeah it can be very tedious right yeah. it can be very tedious i mean that's the replay value like if you want to go back you can do it but exactly like, I, like you know i don't want it to be just an overwhelming number of items I need to find. And, that, and that's kind of what I felt in playing the Uncharted games. Like, you know, yeah. I would get, you know, 60 items. And they'll say, like, yeah, you, you still have uh, 70 to go. Exactly. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. that's, that's just ridiculous. That yeah, is, that's that ridiculous. is ridiculous. That's but, ridiculous. But, you know, we, you know, what are we going to do? We got we got nothing on our, ha- on, on our hands but time to play games. Oh, right? yeah, because they're, they're saying college football might be threatened in – in my part of the country, college football trumps the trumps the NFL probably three to one. You know, if it's cool to have football on Sunday, we enjoy the the pro football and all of that because we can track our college heroes in the NFL. But but I think most people would would choose college over the NFL around here. And I see the Big Ten is not going to play in the Pac twelve until the well. spring. Yeah. Well, I, I will say this. I, I will say the one good thing about the Big Ten not playing is uh, I can definitely, you know, for being from Michigan, I can say this. <laughs> we can guarantee that Ohio State will not be anyone in Michigan this year. We can guarantee yeah, this that. Is true. This is true. Yep. <laughs> so yep. If there's a silver lining, that's it. That uh, You know, Michigan will go undefeated against Ohio State this year. <laughs> they will definitely go undefeated. And people in uh, this part of the country, in, in my neck of the woods, I'm a I'm a Clemson grad, Clemson fan, and we're making fun of the Gamecocks. They're not gonna lose to us in 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 2020. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah they are, they're probably all taking taking solace in that. They all enjoying knowing that's not gonna happen this year. But you never know because they might 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 decide to play this year. I I would be kind of surprised if the ACC and SEC didn't play. They were talking about yeah, they probably are. They did play. Yeah, they're probably going to play. Uh, I know up here, uh, at least uh, this weekend, they were uh, talking about, uh, you know, they're boycotting a lot of the athletes' parents are boycotting the uh, Big Ten organization and the, uh, the its board members uh, trying to get their attention and uh, posting, uh, you know, creating rallies and things like that. That way they can have a forum to speak and, and hopefully save the season. I, I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Yeah. But, uh, but that's what we're talking about. But, you know, that's all we got right now is time. So, so you know, we got. If, we, if we don't get an NFL season, because my fantasy draft is coming up here. Uh, so hopefully uh, we'll find out more. Hopefully we'll we got that NFL coming. Season. Definitely. Yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be finishing a lot more games. I'll be getting a lot more Platinums. Oh, yeah. Belt, right. So, yeah. Because <laughs> that's how I go. Yeah, because <laughs> Sunday after church, you know, that's football. And now if it's, Sunday after church might be video game time or catching up on something else that we need to be doing. Yeah, this is exactly. this is going to be an interesting fall for real. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll uh, see. And my last game I got on the list is, and I really haven't. I really just started this one, uh, so uh, I'm about on the same level uh, with that as I am with the Avengers beta. But uh, Ghost of Shishima, man, that okay. is 
Man, that's really I'm a I'm a huge uh, Akira Kurosawa fan. Okay. Uh, so uh, you know, being able to play that, and they have a Kur- Kur- uh, Kurosawa mode. Oh wow! Uh, but you, you know, where you can play in black and white, and it has like the film grain and all this stuff. I'm I'm not sure if I'm gonna play that right yeah, away. I'm not sure about uh, that either. <laughs> I think it's a cool. I, I think it's something cool to put in the game, but I'm not really yeah. sure. Whether it's gonna take me out the game or not, I I really I want to just you know absorb it. So at least an initial on the initial playthrough, I'm gonna play it regularly. Okay. But uh, so far, this game looks beautiful, man. It looks it looks beautiful. The character as he's walking uh, through the blades of grass or uh, where they have the uh, the the uh, what is it cherry wood right the, the cherry wood the cherry blossom tree okay and all of this as he's walking through like he he puts his hands on the blade of grass and you know just the small details of this game man just you know uh, the the fact that you're a samurai he he doesn't. He doesn't use he doesn't really use stealth like you have a small part of that in the beginning of the game, but he doesn't use stealth. So, you know, it's little touches like that. It looks that, incredible that, that make this game awesome. It, and it is right. It's, yeah. it, it's very it's incredible. And you can tell that the team, uh, I think it was Ninja Theory, okay. uh, the team behind the game really put a lot of love into it so i'm looking forward to that and i'm probably going to end up platinum this one that's usually how it goes like i will platinum a game that i really enjoy or i really really love okay and and and, and it's not cheap to me like that right exactly. like i finished it. yeah but when i platinum a game i, I really love it it's a big I'm achievement really yeah it. yeah that little yeah, that I, little platinum icon on the on the trophy screen. It's 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 very minor to some, but I think it's pretty cool. I'm I'm very proud of my God of War Platinum. That was one of the toughest games I platinum. So yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you're saying. Man, that last Valkyrie. Yeah. <laughs> that last Valkyrie was something else. She was my it last t- trophy too. Look, uh, do you have the video? Do you still have the video? When you beat her? No, I, I I wish I had had that much forethought. I was so excited. I hadn't even thought about going back and getting that video. Man, I would I'll probably watch that now if I had thought to save the video. <laughs> so when I you know what? What I'll do then, I'll see if I can link my video. I think I'll put it up on YouTube and then I'll link my video in the details here. That's awesome. Uh, and if any any of the uh any of our listeners want to watch that video, then feel free to watch it. Uh you know, I'm not as good as other people and there's no commentary. Feel free to put your own commentary up there oh, if yeah. you want. <laughs> but uh but uh, uh I'll definitely post that video when I uh upload this episode, all right? But uh you got anything else for games or we're going to wrap this up and go cuz we're like way over. Oh yeah, it's episode. it's like over yeah um we could we could definitely touch on games in a future episode i just want to thank all of the new fans of the spoil milk facebook page i i've got notices a lot of notices over the last few days the last week of new people liking the page and joining the spoil milk family i just would like for everyone who's liked the page to also go to the to the podcast on whatever streaming service you like best whether that's spotify whether that's the Apple podcast, Google podcast, whatever, and click that little subscribe link on there and, and, I, and, you know, take a listen, give us a rating, 
you know, this is a family thing. So thanks a lot for all of the spoilment love over the last week. Yeah, thank thank you guys a ton. We we appreciate you guys, and we appreciate everyone listening. Continue to share the podcast, rate the podcast as well. Uh, it's it's just been going well. We've been enjoying it thus far. Oh yeah. Uh, so let's wrap it up with uh, our last segment. What's on the shelf? So Big Mike, what you got on your shelf this week for the people? Okay, on the shelf this week is. Um, the boy season two starts September 4th. We got a few weeks, about three weeks or so. And, um, if you haven't seen season one, catch up on season one. If you have, if you have the interest, you can check out the comics. I kind of stay away from, from the comics on this one. Cause I've heard that it's, it's a good bit different from the show. And sometimes it might kind of have you having different expectations. So maybe not so much the comics, but this will be a good time to maybe rewatch season one and get ready for season two coming up on September 4th. Yeah, definitely getting ready for season two. I'm going to rewatch season one. Uh, as far as what I have on my shelf, uh, as always, my love is comic books. So I've been going back uh, reading uh, since we talked, uh, spoke last time, the walking dead. Oh yeah. And then they've, yeah, they come out with a, a spinoff series called uh, ne- uh, Negan Lives. Okay. So it's going to kind of get into uh, what he did uh, in between uh, Rick letting him out of jail and then the end of the series. So we're going to kind of see how that goes. Okay. And then I'm also uh, I'm rereading and, you know, I've been on this DC kick. So um, uh, reading the new uh, Legion of Superheroes by Bri- uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, so that's that's going really well. I'm enjoying that, man. It's just like a fresh take. It sounds awesome. Uh, just a fresh of breath air for uh, Superman and the Legion of uh, Superheroes. So that's that's what I got on the shelf. So that uh, just about wrap up our episode for today. Uh, we want to thank you guys for joining us again. Uh, like Big Mike said, thank you to all of uh, those who have downloaded the podcast on apple or spotify or google or you just shared it uh again just please rate us if you'd like to connect with us you can connect with us uh, via email at spoiled milk web at gmail you can also connect with us on spoiled milk uh, web on twitter or you can connect with us on facebook at spoiled milk and we are just looking forward to getting with you guys connecting with you and hearing from you in the in the near future again i'm dj and i got my co-host i'm big mike shout it out i'm big mike Mike. and yeah thanks again and if you guys have anything you would like to be covered if you'd like to hear us talk about something if you have any ideas of things we could touch on for the shows please give us a shout like dj said via email via twitter via facebook uh, did you mention Instagram as well? No, I have not set up Instagram yet, so I didn't mention that. Okay, all right. So maybe in the maybe by the time you guys hear this post, we'll we'll already have an Instagram page out there. Yep, but whatever it is, comics, movies, geek news, or whatever, oh, yeah. you can kind of spoil book bring it to you. Oh, yeah. All right, you guys have a great one and take it easy. Have a great one. Have a have a great safe weekend.